Also, the idea of having this massive retail wall that takes up real estate in your physical space is absurd. Yeah. Like, you are not a drugstore. <laughs> no. You are not a CDM. You're not a retail store of any kind. Yeah. Exactly. So, that's so crazy. I mean, I used to look in front of that wall and be so confused. It's like, overwhelming. Okay. I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. Where we teach you to salon differently. Sid, have you heard of this company called Hair Story? You mean the styling line that features essentials for everybody? Yeah, it's the same styling line that allows you to sell retail online and still make a large commission. I'm pretty sure it enhances natural texture and health and makes curls very happy. It also works for my really stick straight hair. Let's tell our listeners how they can get a free product from Hair Story. Go to hairstory.com slash DTH. I just got a new customized booking website. That's genius. Yeah, gloss genius. Gloss Genius has one of the lowest processing fees in the industry at 2.6% with no hidden fees and free same-day deposits. DTH listeners get their first month free on us as well as your very own stunning credit card reader, an $80 value. To sign up, visit dth.glossgenius.com. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Hi. This is our first podcast together where you are in Chicago. I don't live here. I live there anymore. I, I know. Where, I live. In where Chicago. am I? I'm in I'm a different in time City. zone. I'm loving it though. I don't want to even lie. Yeah, you're I love the hour, space. You're an hour earlier. So Sid gets up an hour earlier and ends her work day an hour earlier now, which is kind of nice. It was made for me. I feel like I love getting up early anyways. So now that I get to finish early and just go to the beach, it's everything I've ever dreamed of. You don't need to move back to Florida. You now live on a great lake. Exactly. Which is basically an ocean. So I'm into it. I'm so down. Well, today today we're going to be talking all about Hair Story. We're going to be talking to Wes Sharpton, who is part of the Hair Story team. We're very excited to have him on. We've had him on in the past. Um, But really, this is just going to be a love letter to Hair Story and really talking about the background of the business, the I, you know, where did this affiliation relationship idea come from? Because that's all we talked about, destroy the hairdresser. So I'm excited to kind of dive deeper into that part of things. But Wes, welcome to the podcast. That's what I was going to say. I was like, I don't, if you've listened to our podcast for a long time, Wes was like, one of the first. I know. Wes, you were in our podcast studio in a little office in Flatiron. Yeah. And we were just sitting around a table. We had one mic. Totally. We made it work. (laughs) I love it. I was still the loudest. Now we're all in different locations with, we have two sound engineers in here with us. We're doing, we're doing a lot. We're doing bigger, better things now. Yeah, I love exactly. that. No, it's like it's fun to watch something like grow and expand, and it's also cool, right? When you're like 
dang, like we got two sound engineers, right? Yes. We made it. <laughs> <laughs> totally. We're paying people to put up with our shit. That's, <laughs> that's, that's how you know you've made now. it. That's how you know you've made it. For all of y'all that didn't like see before, we were like really struggling. So these sound engineers are going to be like, Ooh, we got our work cut out for us today. If you're in the DTH community, you saw all the behind the scenes of the shenanigans before we even started this episode. So, yes, if you are in the community, you can watch the video version of this podcast and, like I said, get all the before and after behind the scenes nonsense. So, hopefully, puppies, there's (laughs) dancing. (laughs) <laughs> but Wes, let's jump into, you know, again, we've had a we've had a podcast before, so I don't want to talk so much about your history in the industry because that's we've talked about that. So if you want to hear more about Wes's story, just you know, scroll through our podcast and find our sit down with Wes Sharpton. Um but I really want to hear about hair stories relationship with affiliates because I, I think that that's the number one thing that we talk about, especially why we promote hair stories so much. What, how did this affiliation relationship... Our biggest belief system, for sure. It is one of our biggest belief systems. What, how did this, how did this philosophy of affiliation really come to fruition for Hair Story? How did it show up? You know, I mean, honestly, it really was this thing where it was Eli Hallowell, who is um, the CEO of Hair Story. It was really one of those things where he really kind of came in and was like, ding, 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 I need to do this, right? I mean, we all, you know, as every, you know- He's such a visionary. Like, I love the way his brain works. I love it. And so for me, like, personally, like, I always love, like, a big idea. Like, if somebody's got a big idea, I'm like, I'm on board. Like, (laughs) you know, so it was really this thing that I think that, like, he came in and I didn't really get it, right? Like, I mean, now, like- you hear the word like affiliate link, you, you kind of, it's in our atmosphere. Um, but we have more vocabulary now. Yes, exactly. But when he came in, I was like, I was like, I don't understand fully what you're talking about, but I'm down <laughs> for whatever you're talking about. Because really at the end of the day, he basically, what I left the conversation with when I was talking with him was, okay, I'm going to do right by the hairdresser. Because I felt like we had all been through this thing where, you know, you had this deal where someone came in and a long time ago, they were like, look, here's some really amazing products. They're professional products and you are going to retail them and this is going to help your business. Mm -hmm. And it really was designed like that. And it was so exclusive to the point where, you know, I remember it like where you couldn't sell within a five mile radius of another salon. Yes, like I remember that craziness. Right? And we would all celebrate. Like if you were the salon that got something cool, like the new product line that was awesome and nobody else did, you were like, we're in it. We did it. <laughs> we are part of the scheme that <laughs> we're part of the cult. Exactly. And so like, it was cool in this one way because I do remember like getting clients, new clients that were like, oh, I heard about this line of product and I, you guys are the only ones that sell it. And then that just all diminished, right? Like suddenly one day, I feel like we all woke up some of our favorite brands that we had been retelling, clicked with, they were in Sephora's, 
they were on every shelf and suddenly you could buy everything that you ever wanted online. And it was like this moment where we were like, okay, cool. So no longer is anything like, it's no longer professional, it's prestige. Like that was like, that was like the thing where they're like, we're going to change the name to prestige, like, (laughs) but everybody can get it. And so I think that for most of us, and there was like such a shift happening, like throughout, there were like smaller boutique salons happening at the time, independent people were emerging. So this idea of this huge, massive, you know, 250 hairdresser salon was kind of dismantling itself as well and hair story coming in and being like actually what if we create this link where your clients can purchase the way that they want to purchase which is online have it shipped to them and we will pay you the same commission made a lot of sense i felt respected i felt heard and not even the same commission more yeah you know so Commission in salons are always 10%. No, right. That's not what this is. Like, it's, it's incredible. Like, the fact that you can actually make money just using your Instagram, not, I can send a text and make, you know, money. And it's so great because it's like, why were we doing it the other way before at all? Right. Exactly. Also, talk about where Hair Story and anybody else that was doing affiliate links like, shined, right? Like, I know our affiliate link for classes grew immensely as well through pandemic. It was like, this was our moment. I will say hair story, even with all the new affiliate links and the affiliate programs out there, which I'm glad they're growing because it it is a better system. But I will say hair story still has in my, from my experience, the highest commission payout. You're still the top of the market for sure. And the way that the stream of revenue kind of travels down and travels up is so genius. And Big companies still can't figure it out. And here's no. here's this startup, here's this company that's just like, we haven't figured out. Like it it's not that difficult. And I think it's I hope, you know, what do you see on the back end with salons and hairdressers signing up for a hair story? Like what is their what's their biggest praise to the company? Besides the fact that the product is awesome, what's yeah. the praise on the back end of like from that you're hearing from stylists and hairdressers and salon owners? I think it's two things. I think, um, number one, just to have that link, number one, first of all, my proudest moment, I will have to say as, a you know, being a part of hair story was when the pandemic hit and we got to save people's lives. Yes. My students literally were making more money through their hair story commissions than they even were behind the chair, all using social media platforms. And that is incredible. I, you know, and that's when, that's when like the intention of something good meets that moment and everyone's like, boom. I think everybody was like, oh my God. Like, you know, cause not everyone was taking full advantage of their links before that time, mm-hmm. but then suddenly everyone was like, dang, this is awesome. So I think there's that element. And then I think also the idea um, of having this massive retail wall that takes up real estate in your physical space is absurd. Yeah. Like you are not a drugstore. <laughs> no, you are not a. CDS. You're not a retail store of any kind. 
Yeah. Exactly. So the idea, I mean, that's like, that's so crazy. I mean, I used to look in front of that wall and be so confused. It's like, overwhelming. Was, it's, do you remember like we worked for a company and they make you do the basket program <laughs> and you would have you to pick like up Moira your Rose. basket. I was trying <laughs> You have to pick up your basket and you have to take them on tour of the products you use that are hundreds and hundreds of dollars and they're just nodding their hands. It's the most awkward thing. Mm-hmm. It's so horrible. It's so ridiculous. Also, we I love that you brought up the retail space because at Destroy the Hairdresser, we always talk about really looking at the square footage of your walls and how much space, like how many salon or uh, stations you can fit in that space. Mm-hmm. And on average, each station is worth minimum at least 20,000 profit. So you have a whole wall that you could fit three people on. You're profiting minimally $60,000, yet you just spent $60,000 to fill that product up with, or that wall up with product. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's the genius part, right? Like that's what I love. Like what you just tapped into that I think is so incredible. And it was hard for me to get at first, but you are putting money out your physical money goes away into a physical good that you're carrying in your space, right? That you paid mm-hmm. for. That you paid for. So really you paid it to sell it to somebody else. And the reality is what's genius about this is when you're doing it online, like you're not putting any money into it. Mm-mm. Like there's no- You're just putting your no time. coming out of your pocket to sell it online. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you know what I mean, it's like somebody else just clicks under your link and then you're just accruing money that you didn't even have to invest any what about, money. What about my favorite? But we have to educate our clients. Like, we can't, why can't you do... Like, what? We're you're not taking the away the education. Them. You can still educate them on what you're using. And also, you can use social media to educate. My favorite exactly. excuse, and I call it excuse, is, um, well, my clients won't buy things online because um, they want to buy things in person. And I'm like, how many Amazon orders have even come to your house today? I can tell you like, right now, that is such I love bullshit. it. And you know, <laughs> if you don't have product in your salon... And you say, this is how you purchase what I've recommended. And I want you to use this. It is instant. I ordered Hair Story, no joke, yesterday because I ran out of my new wash. It was here today. Today. It's already here. I've just taken, I've just, when I've had clients, I just, I'm like, hey, I want you to order these products. I'm going to order them for you on your phone. And so I just take their phone and order them. And then, you know, in a couple of days they get them. And if they want it right then. Not even, next day. Yeah. (laughs) Like if they want it right then, I just sometimes give them samples or, mm-hmm. um, or if I have an extra one, I'll sometimes just give them one for free. Cause I'm like, well, I have an extra one and I'm going to get paid consecutively for this sale. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, you're going to start relationship, a subscription. Yeah. Like your relationship with products and how you work with them changes as well. And who doesn't want to leave with the free something? I and that. I think that that's, what's cool. I think the system itself is so malleable. Like there are people who are like, I want product in, in my space, right? They want a little product. They want to do the thing. Yeah. Cool. Do it. We have people who like have never purchased inventory outside of back bar ever. That's me. You know what I mean? They're like, they're like, <laughs> nope, I just put it on my Instagram and like, I'm done. I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's all about like you kind of putting it in this way. Cause I'll say this, 
this is what I always feel like, even for people who are like, I want to have, a, I want to have some product in my space. Mm-hmm. And for the people that are like, they want to buy in line. I'm like, when they're in the salon, I'm like, I'm like, they might want to buy it once there because you're the most convenient place because they happen to be standing in that physical space. But, but you're not at home with them. That, their phone is the most convenient place you could ever be in. Right. Like that's the reality of our lives. Right. Like, and that's why I always, you know, like, that's what I always said that the thing that makes sense to me is I'm not here to be an advertisement for a future Amazon sell. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Can I get an amen in the house? That is the situation. We work so hard to educate ourselves. Like we work so hard to know the ins and outs of hair and the things that will actually transform it in the right way. And then we extend that education to our clients because we believe it is the best thing for them. I'm not doing that for Amazon and Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that even though- Unless you're an Amazon affiliate account and then you're making money. (laughs) Yeah. But the thing is, is also like, there is this thing where we're like, oh, like, we have to get over ourselves. Like mm-hmm. you, if you, you at some level are an educator, educators deserve to get paid people. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you're standing behind the chair. You're going, I worked hard. I showed up to a class. I played with this. I grabbed this product. I put it in my hair, my coworkers hair to understand it better before it hit your hair. You are an educator in mm-hmm. that moment. You make a choice. And you deserve to get paid. You do not deserve to be like, here, I picked this product. It works good. And then they go home and just order everything online or take a Sephora coupon and like do the whole deal. <laughs> That's not right. It isn't. And like, it, it, it hurts so your like, mental. I remember being everybody being like, product, 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 product. You have to sell product. Your product sales are too low. And it's like, it would hurt your psyche a little bit. And I hear so many stylists be like, I got to get my retail products up or uh, retail sales up. And the great thing about using affiliate links specifically with hair story is I actually text my my clients. Like I have an automated text that just says like, here's the link. Hope you enjoyed your appointment. Here's my recommendations. Done. And then it's in their text because they're going to want to support me. They really are. If they're Mm going to go buy something online, they're not going to go to Amazon when they could just click the link that I've just texted them. So it does work. And it, and, and I did nothing besides send a text, which is great. And didn't you guys feel like this? I feel like sometimes we cut our, we cut our clients a little bit short in terms of how much they actually want to show up for you. Mm-hmm. Our, we bring our own. It's insulting. <laughs> yeah. We bring our own shit to the table. Mm-hmm. We bring our own kind of blockages and all of that, right? So like, I remember even though like working for this company, working for Hair Story, working with the product, loving it, and then always feeling like, oh, I'm going to be a little awkward when it comes to the fact that like, you know, telling people, oh, if you buy this, you actually support my business. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, the minute we got shut down, honey, I was like, on that yeah. email being like, here's the link below. If you like yeah. if you buy this, you're helping me out. 
Yeah. Right? And they showed up because they just wanted the Some people didn't even need it. They just yeah. were like, I'll buy something, you know, or right. they showed exactly. up by just spending money randomly, or yeah. I would have gotten a haircut for you this month. So here's the price of it. And you're right. We do sell our clients short of how much they want to support us. And that's our own issues. That's our, we were talking all about it today. Fear, fear, fear. That's the, mm-hmm. the movies and illusions that we create in our heads. So I'm also curious if you can tell us or our listeners anything new that's coming up for Hair Story or out. Yeah. So I can't be, I can't give you all the things, right? So, but what I will say is this is, um, you know, Hair Story really, really works hard in terms of having very high benchmarks, meaning, um, you know, we're not all, we're just not that company that's like, let's just spit something out Mm -hmm. um, because everybody needs a new product. And also like, we know for ourselves, like, you know, our, of course, like so many people use hair story, but like, hairdressers are like the core of this business. So mm-hmm. the core of this brand. And I don't know how many times I've seen a new sticker on an old product that just smells different. I'm like, okay, <laughs> cute. she's the same, but she smelled like grapes. <laughs> That's my new boo. That just means she smelled like grapes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, if hair story doesn't make a grape smelling product, I'm out. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> Bye. I gotta go. Bye. Exactly. <laughs> that's the thing, right? Like, don't you feel like you in that moment and you're like, you're like, boo, this ain't new. Yeah. This is new. You just I'm like, in a it's different holiday bottle. sandalwood. Totally. totally. I'm like, I'm like, like, come holiday on. Holiday sandalwood. Like, when you were like, I've been around the block. I'm like, boo, I've been around the bottle. So do not <laughs> try and trick me into being like, oh, it's new. I'm like, girl, ain't new. So, <laughs> it's not new. That's like the so we're really reformulated. Really, it's like yeah. Oh yeah, reformulated. <laughs> totally. What they did was they got in trouble for something and they had to remove something or add something. That's what happened. That's, That's what the reformulation. Right. So it all comes out of a real need basis. We don't mm-hmm. think we're done by any means, but it has to go through so many things. But we do have things that have crossed the finish line. So <laughs> really. So, I have all. I have a request that I know all of our listening listeners that are using hair okay. story, hairspray. Yeah, I know. Everybody wants a hairspray. One day. One day, please. One day hairspray. A one day one hairspray. Day hairspray. <laughs> TM. Call it that. TM. TM. <laughs> Eli, we we said it Trademark. first. Trademark. Totally. He's gonna call it day one hairspray. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So no, so I you know so that's where so there are there are always new things coming. So there are focus. new things coming. When would yeah. you say? Can you give us a date if you can't? Not a date. I, I don't you know sooner sooner than this later. Year? Next year. I don't. Even, what year are we in, girl? I don't even know. <laughs> so we're in Jamarnary. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> yeah. That's when that's when the product will get released. Is in Jamarnary. <laughs> um, that's Burr. awesome. We're we're excited for. I, you know, it's not so much wanting new products, like give us new products all the time. It's more like, you know, what I like about Hair Story is that you do get feedback from hair, hairdressers that are mm-hmm. like, this is what we need. And mm-hmm. I think bigger companies are not, they're not focused on the professional part. They're really focused on client part. And I 
don't know about everybody else, but I am so sick of the client is right and take care of your clients uh, and listen to your clients. And we, uh, we're always listening to our clients. Like we don't, we're, this is not a that's new all we like, do. And concept. that's why we have problems. Cause we, we need, only listen to our, we clients. need someone to listen to us. And I think hair story ha- plays that role in a really big, really big way. Tell us about um, the break room. I will tell you about the break room. So the break room is really this platform uh, that that we have. It is for hairdressers. It is really designed for just a space for you to go to in really like during that downtime. But it's really like a, think of it a little bit like this. We think of it in kind of like, we're always working towards this like transformation five minutes at a time, right? And then what that really means is nothing really happens necessarily overnight. Like Mm -hmm. people love shifts in their thinking. They love shifts in, um, in their being, but we all want it in this kind of big, big, huge instant way. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone wants to wake up and be like, I'm awesome. I'm rich. And I live on the beach. It's like, (laughs) but there's steps to kind of get to different places. Right. I don't want to live on the beach. So that is not me. You know me either. Actually. I hate the beach. Oh my gosh, people. (laughs) (laughs) That's your dream. You can hold on to that. But the break room is really this place where um, the majority are, are hair story hairdressers. So you get to commune with them directly. Um, there are some places where, you know, I think that there are a lot of times where you need to have a little conversation that needs to be amongst hairdressers. And I think that for the majority of people um, that are really utilizing social media, they're utilizing it in a way that's really communicating to their clients. They're looking at it and they're going, this is a marketing tool for them. And it sometimes feels less of a space where you're kind of talking to your peers. And so this is kind of a little side area where you can be like, hey, what's up? Or you can reach out to someone and be like, boo, I need a little trick about bomb. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's just like I'm really struggling cool. with this. You know, exactly. Or, you know, we've had people be like, hey, Um, you know, I've had a client that has like, you know, bailed on me like five times and got really offended that I like, you know, finally decided to charge her for this. What do you guys think? So it's a space that maybe some of those conversations that you don't necessarily need to have. It's a safe space. It's a much more safe space. And so, and it's growing and it's changing and it's evolving. And we are like always kind of, you know, I do like, I, you know, I ask people what, what do they need and what do they want? It's the same kind of grounded thing. And, and it's a free platform. Yes, it is a 100% a free platform. And how so, do people connect to yeah. the break room? So, it, so the break room it's I can put, can I, can we put a link in? I'll give you, I'll get you a link. But what it is, is this is it is a private space. So, um, you know, basically you just kind of come in, it's going to ask you a question. Um, there is an app version of it, which I think is a lot nicer. Whenever you're trying to look in the break break room, you just click it and Mm -hmm. do the thing. But yeah, so we'll, we'll add a link into that, but yeah. You have to be approved or it's free. You do have to be approved. Um, the reason why is this is because we want to really make sure that this is 
a safe space for people. And in order for us to do that, we have to um, make sure that the, it's actually like from the community, mm-hmm. meaning that they're in the beauty space, meaning that they're of that, you know, you get a lot of, you know, you, once little, you have one, some wackadoos, don't bring you your crazy, you know, like, you know, don't, don't, don't be an asshole. Cash out. Like I'm good. <laughs> like, I don't care about your cash out. Mm-hmm. Like people don't care about your cash out. So we. <laughs> Does anybody even use cash out anymore? No. I don't even know, girl. But they will, <laughs> they will come if you. Have I, a love, phone, I love. I love people just post. I'm just gonna go in there and be like, cash out, <laughs> cash, cash out. <laughs> oh my God, I can't even. This is so hilarious. Reaching out I, about your car. So it's a it's a free platform that yep. you have to get approved for your yep. own safety to get in. And the link we'll put in um, the bio of this podcast so you can find awesome. it and there'll be a swipe up, I'm sure, when we do the stories. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think it's a really great place for people just to connect. And it's a, it's an actual break room. It's where you yeah. go for that little, like we all do when we work in salons, that little moment, uh, whether it's to vent or to relax or to share a meme. Yeah, exactly. And that's the truth of it, right? That is exactly what it is. I like it too, because there's like quizzes and there's like articles. I love all that stuff. So that is so much fun. educational and fun. It keeps everything kind of... You know, I always thought like there should be an app for hairdressers, trademark. And, uh, but I don't think it would work. I think hairdressers want community, not an app. Like they, I think the social media apps that we have are really great because it blends our art and our industry with our market. Um, yeah. But what's great about the break room is it, it gives people that opportunity just to hang out like you yeah. would in the break room. And that's the thing too. And I think that why, you know, as I've been talking with people, I think like what's been so meaningful to them is there is a moment where it is for a lot of people, for a mm-hmm. lot of hairdressers where you need to go independent. And sometimes, um, being independent for a lot of people, the struggle is this. They know it's right for their business. They know that it's right for this moment, but they feel a little disconnected. They don't necessarily yeah. get to like have that that little chit chat that they used to have, you know? And so as that's kind of growing, like this has kind of been a space for them you know, to kind of be like, Hey, like, I kind of feel like I could connect with people or, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I, you know, sometimes for some people, like they've, they've connected with people that they've lost with because they can kind of hit an area or a yes. location. So I think that it's really, I think that that's where we do crave community. And sometimes you just, sometimes you just need that. Like, sometimes you just need someone that's just like really understands. Cause when you, no, we also don't have hairdresser hangouts. You know what I mean? It's not like, unless you go to a big class, which has been shut down for a while, or you go to an event, which we're not going to right now, we don't get to hang out with our hairdresser friends that are outside. So to be able to just kind of come to a place, it's so cool. It's so cool. You know, one of the things that we focus on at Destroy the Hairdresser is disruption, obviously. (laughs) And and we want to help people think differently, salon differently, work differently. What are the guiding principles of hair story? So the guiding principles of hair story is, um, it is, it's a bold company. Um, it is all about sustainability on many, many levels, like not just sustainability as like a buzzword. It's really like, that's why 
we think about sustainability, not just in the products that we use, but actually in the way that we do business. So when you really like, that's why hairdressers are such a crucial part of this business Yeah, because a, we have integrity. I mean, our whole business, every hairdresser's business that has a business is all built on trust. Your clients trust you to execute what you say you're going to execute. And so that bond is so deep and so real that a company that values that and understands that and puts hairdressers at the core actually is a sustainable business for the long haul. So we talk a lot, a lot about that. Um, I think that's why so many people have switched to it. Um, even though like there was love for other product lines, they're like, this benefits me. The product yeah. is good. The quality is good. My clients love it. I don't have I would to invest any money for it and I make money. The number one thing yeah. I, the number one thing that I like about Hair Story, again, besides the fact that I am obsessed with new wash and mm-hmm. wax, um, is the consistency. Like, mm-hmm. I like that there's not always new products. I like right. that it's a consistent, like, this is the system. This is how it works. This is what you can expect. There's no pressure to be like, I have to, there's a new product. Like, yeah. you know. And I really, I think people appreciate that. There's no, like, and like you said, it's the integrity of the company. I mean, we could not think of a better partnership to work with when we think about people that we want to work with. We're kind of coming into an age where those things matter overall, mm-hmm. right? Like all of a sudden it's like, I'm so sick of working with my rep and I'm so sick of ordering this mm-hmm. and having to oh, do this. So- Rep. That's the Those worst poor part. reps. Sorry to all the reps out there. I poor my reps. soul hurts for you, but it's hard. Like that's a stressful job. Talk about losing your hair early. Yeah. <laughs> and also don't and also the thing that I love too is like there is this, there is this, there's this idea, and that really at the end of the day, like you know your business, right? Mm-hmm. So like when you were talking about like the baskets and the whole thing and like earlier, like that whole drama, mm-hmm. I remember working at salons that were almost going bankrupt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know why you're bankrupt though? Because you have a grand on the wall. The product that was shipped to you from a company that has no idea who your clientele is. Mm-mm. Right. You know they what are I mean? the client. That's the, That's like, the thing. People don't yeah, hairdressers and salon owners need to realize when you buy the product, the company... The sale is done. The sale is done. You were the customer. Yeah. Now, the rest is up to you. But in all reality, like that's why it doesn't matter to them because they've already made the sale. Mm-hmm. Right. 1,000%. They're like, we yeah. don't care that you're bankrupt. We just launched yeah. a new product. And if you want yeah. to keep your sign outside that says our product name, okay. you need to buy this new product. And then you're in just this and horrible, toxic also, relationship. And we're also only going to give you 10% commission. Right. <laughs> but we'll give you points. Yeah. We'll give you education points. Don't forget about them points. Oh, no, I, I 100% like, I get that. I just, I think that that's the thing where you're like, where you're like, you know what? Like maybe you're a huge bomb user. Like you need to be able to buy what you need. I keep thinking you say bomb, but you're saying bomb, right? Bomb. 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 You know I'm from Oklahoma, girl. I could be saying (laughs) all this wrong the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. 
Well, I was going to ask you, what's your favorite hair story product? Ooh. Mm-hmm. And then my, I have another question for that. Okay. <laughs> well, my favorite hair story product actually is Balm. Um, so <laughs> just because, I mean, I use it primarily on almost everyone. I just like, um, I personally like hair that doesn't really look like it's been done. And so this is that perfect balance for me of like moisture and hold, but it's still like super soft to the touch. So I just feel like it just, I like when someone wakes up and you're like, you look awesome. Right. Like mm-hmm. that, like, just oh, like, like, I woke just, up like this. Like, totally, totally. I just like that vibe of like, it just looks like an accident. Like you're just like, oh, well, that's great. But just didn't, you didn't force yeah. it. So bomb really falls into that camp for, for me. That's Mine is my- wax. Mm. I'm love- obsessed with wax. I think I use yeah, it are. like balm on everyone. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure I use everything the wax. I do is undressed. Like everything. Oh, it's an undressed girl. Mm-hmm. I spray it all over everyone, including myself. And, uh, it's and I have to tell you, new doesn't wash doesn't smell like grapes. <laughs> new wash deep for all those oily heads oh, yeah. out there. Wow. New Wash Deep is like, I think I have like four packets of it because I Same. hate waiting for it when I'm out. But how has, you know, we as hairdressers kind of live in a world where we have a lot of products to choose from. We have a lot of products to play with. Hair, uh, hair stories kind of like shrunk down the amount of that we use. I know that all yeah. three of us use it. Mm-hmm. Um, how has it changed your life as a hairdresser, minimizing mm. the amount of mm-hmm. products that you have to choose from? Well, I think it's a couple things. I think you've got to follow. Um, I think the core of it comes down to this, right? Is the way that we used to work was in a very, very different way. Meaning this: shampoo would strip and then you would use conditioner to try and mimic that. It wouldn't fully do the job. And so a lot of those products that we were used to doing, I mean, I used to use like five different products on people And a lot of that was just a band-aid for what I had done at the bowl in the first place, right? Right. Once you eliminate that out of your system and you go, let's start from a healthier place, then the hair is more optimal. And so then by nature, you don't need to reach for 5,000 different products. Mm -hmm. You don't need a smoother. You don't need a, you know, texture. It's like... It doesn't make sense. Like we're, we're yeah. ruining one thing to use another product to then have to need another product. It's like totally. so, medication. So I like it. I mean, I'm much more simple. And also the reality is this. It's like, I have to play in two worlds, right? I can wield a brush like nobody's damn business. I can create almost whatever look I want mm-hmm. because craft and I've dedicated my life to it. I also have a responsibility to the fact that that's not the life that my clients have chosen for mm-hmm. themselves. So I need to give them something that's going to give them a result simply easily at home. And so I feel like if I can be like, here's this product now, and this is why you would need it now. And also sometimes that changes, right? Humidity changes. And I go, okay, now you need to shift to this product mm-hmm. now. Or, you know, David, like, it's like, you're going to be like, you might love wax for everyone, but winter might come and you might be throwing on a hat and you might be like, I need to switch to bomb, boo. Right. Like, 
something exactly. different. I like to kind of, I like to give people what they need when they need it because it comes from a real place. So having less stuff and also to be frank with you, like I've had the wall a product. Honey, yeah. you lived at the station, two products. Right. Because mm-hmm. those are the two that I felt did the job that I needed to achieve. And the one yep. you sell the most. You know, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't need the numbers right. yeah. to count down the thing. Like it's so, so true. I mean, we I even like when I go, if we go on set, I know we all do set work here, and I'm sure a lot of people listening do. Like, I can't, I don't want to bring a bunch of shit. No, so I want to like have three things. If to that. have a line that does everything that I need and like three products is so, I mean, talk mm-hmm. about balm. Balm, that's, that's like a solve. It's like a solve all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I did the other day? Like, and I'm sure this is, what, I mean, we were on vacation. I want to take my makeup off and I didn't have my makeup oil remover. So I used hair balm. <laughs> It was great. I love that. It did it. It also removed my makeup. I had a client who told me that she was so sick of washing her body with soap that she just washes her body with new wash. Makes oh, yeah. sense. Top I, to bottom. Oh, I do literally. I do it all the time. Not bottom to yeah. top. <laughs> no, you can do it top to bottom, but you cannot do bottom to top. Mm-mm. Does not as good. Don't do it. <laughs> So Wes, if you could invite everyone who's listening to Hair Story and to follow you and to find out more, what would you tell them? Um, you can follow me at uh, Wes Sharpton. That is on my Instagram account. Wes Sharpton, so, like Al Sharpton. And like Al but Sharpton. Wes. But Wes, W-E-S. W-E-S, yes. That is where you will find me on the Instagram. And if you want some hair story, some free hair story, you can actually visit um, hairstory.com slash DTH and you can get some can try it free, for free product on us, on the house. Uh, and again, can you remind everyone the break room, we're going to put yeah. in, we're going to put a link in, but oh. I'm just going to tell everyone to DM you and annoy you if they want to yeah. get it. Mm-hmm. Go message Absolutely. Wes. Absolutely. Let me in. Let me in. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that we did uh we did a whole class on the in the break room with you before. Mm-hmm. I think we should do another one of those very, very yes. soon. Absolutely. That was so fun. That was such a coming fun to one. a break room to you. A break room totally. near, near you. Near you. Break room near you, kids. Watch <laughs> <a> out. <long> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Wes. <laughs> thank it's you. So Wes. lovely talking with you. See you as, in the studio. As so much. I'm giving yes. you we'll see. Once we get back to, well, I'm in New York City. Wes is upstate. Once mm-hmm. Sid comes in, we'll all get together, mm-hmm. post a photo. Maybe we'll do a live Instagram, but we cannot wait to see you very soon. Yeah. Awesome, my darlings. Bye, Bye. Wes. Thank you, you, Wes. Bye. Thank you for everything. I appreciate you. Boom. Back. <laughs> Boom. Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. We don't know how to use technology appropriately. We're addicted to it, but we don't know how to use it. And Versus I, Gen Zs that are fluent in it. Fluent. And they aren't addicted to it. And I, I laugh when people are like, oh, my Gen Z kid, like, they're so addicted to their phone. I'm like, 
that's like saying that the generation that first had a car mm-hmm. is addicted to their car. Yeah. They're not addicted to it. They u- they use it and they need it and it's part of their life. Oh, hey.